Welcome to the 217 Podcast, presented by Decatur Earthmover Credit Union and hosted by me, Jess Younghouse. In the podcast, we're going to talk about the Decatur community and the people that make it great. Thanks for listening and thanks for watching. We hope you enjoy it. Just here again. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm happy to introduce um, Amy Bleifnick and Blake Allison, both representing MRI. Amy, we have here is the president and CEO, and we have Blake, um, who is the board president, who also is a broker placement specialist at Arthur J. Gallagher. So thank you guys both for um, being here today to talk about MRI and just what you guys do for Decatur. Well, thanks for including us. We're thrilled to be here and uh, thrilled to uh, talk about the great things that happen at Making Resources. Yes. Okay. So first, I want to talk just a little bit about both of you guys and what uh, your history is here in Decatur. Are you from here? Were you raised here? Um, let the people know what your connection is here. Well, Amy Bleifnick and I've been here almost my whole life, except for maybe three years. And so, you know, born and bred here. My family's been a long, active community volunteer family. You know, we love Decatur, love being a part of this community. We used to work at St. Teresa High School, used to run the Illinois State Fair, and now mm -hmm. I'm blessed to be at uh, Making Resources. Three sons, uh, six grandsons, so I only know how to make boys, Woo! no girls at <laughs> yes. all. But, you know, I'm a good boy mom, and so that works out great. Yes. And, you know, actively involved in the community, currently on the board of St. Mary's Hospital, so I think it's also important for everyone to learn to give back. And so, you know, uh, Blake's grandpa was my uh, my boss at St. Teresa High School. <laughs> I didn't know that. There's a long family connection between uh, well, the Brosimer side and the Bleifnicks. Awesome. Yeah, he was awesome. my principal. Yeah. He was my he was my boss when I worked at St. Teresa High School. He was your principal too? No, he was my boss. Oh, okay. He's not no. Okay. But uh, he's been there. For, he was there forever and ever. <laughs> yeah. Great, great guy. Love him to death. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, Blake Allison, uh, born and raised here in Decatur, uh -huh. uh, grew up, went to St. Teresa, and then left for four years uh -huh. just to go to Quincy, which is kind of funny because <laughs> Amy's son, we shared the same football locker um, while we were at Quincy. So You guys are weird. <laughs> there's a lot of connections. It, it's bizarre, um, but yeah, I moved straight back to Decatur. Okay. I knew I wanted to be closer to family. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I love the community mm -hmm. and I've loved, been here about seven years now okay. since college and it's been amazing. And I was recruiting for new board members for the board. I've been there six years okay. and I was looking for new board members. And I think one of the most important things when you serve on a board is to have a diversity mm -hmm. uh, in age, sure. in occupation and everything mm -hmm. else. And that's what makes a board strong. And, you know, I've known Blake forever and we yeah. see each other a lot. And I know that, you know, he has uh, in his family people with special needs mm -hmm. and, and understands the mission of what we serve. And sure. so I asked him if he wanted to join the board and he did. And he's been a great board member. That's awesome. That's wonderful. Okay, Amy, in the Three years that you left from Decatur, where'd you go and what brought you back? Well, I got married at 21, moved to Indianapolis for a couple years okay. in Bloomington. But then I realized once we started having children, we were, we were coming back here and every weekend yeah, and we thought, let's right. just move back. It's where our home is, yeah. it's where our heart is, and it's where our family yeah. was. So in working at MRI, um, just... We know you make license plates. I think everybody, does everybody know that now? No, no. In fact, it's amazing. It's still a well-kept secret. 
That's we so actually awesome. make every license plate for the state of Illinois. And people are like, well, not all of them. I'm like, yes, all of yeah, them. Every everything. single one. Uh, we make about $5 million a year. We just That's celebrated crazy. 40 years with the contract mm-hmm. with the Secretary of State. And I think an interesting trivia is that uh, in almost every state but two, uh-huh. plates are made by prisoners. And they're made in the oh, prison system. Oh, yeah. So Illinois okay. and Kansas are the only two states where plates are not made by prisoners. Awesome. And you guys have done that for 40 years. We've done it for 40 years. And the best part about it is 60% of the work is done by people with developmental disabilities. Yeah. That's awesome. So not only do we produce a great quality product for the state of Illinois, mm-hmm. but we also provide good quality jobs for people with developmental disabilities. Mm-hmm. And it's been a, a really great success for us and for those people we serve. Sure. Okay, so... License plates, check. So MRI serves people with developmental disabilities and their families, I guess. Tell me just about some programs um, that that MRI does. Tell me about some things that you're really proud that go on there. Well, we actually serve almost up to 800 individuals in this community throughout a course of a year. We're prenatal all the way through the end of life. And so, I mean, from before you're born mm-hmm. till the day you die, a lot of uh, mm-hmm. individuals have stayed with our agency. Our oldest is uh, Willa May, who's 87 years oh of age. Gosh. She is such a doll, has the most beautiful smile, mm-hmm. and she uh, lives in our group homes. We own okay. and operate nine group homes. Okay. And then she comes to our day training services where we provide skill, uh, mm-hmm. skill training and opportunities for people to learn how to fold clothes or wash Mm -hmm. dishes or cook. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of our individuals have jobs. They get paid Mm -hmm. minimum wage or above, and we're really proud of that fact. And I have to say what, what... what having a job means is about promoting the the independence, the self worth, sure. and the confidence. And so, on payday, when an individual will come up to me and say, "Amy, Amy, look at my paycheck," and it's thirty two dollars, and I always will tell the story about Dorothy who came to me and she looked at me and she says, "My dad's going to be so proud of me." Yes, I mean, who doesn't want their dad proud of them? I know. I love that story. Yeah, and it's true. And so everything we do is about how can we improve the quality sure. of life. Our, our tagline is building meaningful lives mm-hmm. in every day, everything we do. Mm-hmm. We actually, and then I think another well-kept secret is that at Making Resources, we have almost 200 employees. So we're not a small, not-for-profit. Yes, that's a large employer, a large employer. Um, so I don't know how recently it's been that I recall this, but occasionally, you know, you said you have nine group homes in the area. There's naysayers that don't want group homes in their neighborhood. How do you address that um, negativity or, you know, what do you say to people to help them understand what a good thing it is? Jess, I am so happy you asked that question. I would answer that in a heartbeat. I will tell you one of my missions and the mission of Making Resources is to teach people about the ability of those we serve, not the disability, okay? Mm -hmm. And I think if everyone could concentrate more on that, the world would be a better place. But I will say that I've I've had two instances where we bought recently bought group homes in neighborhoods, Mm -hmm. and the neighbors were quite uh, upset about it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, are those people going to walk in my yard, and are those... Those people go to, you know, and and it was so great to talk to them. We're great neighbors. In fact, you can't have better neighbors. Our people are going to be the one that's going to wave to you every time they see you. Mm-hmm. They're going to wish you happy birthday on your birthday. Mm-hmm. They're going to have conversations with you. I mean, really, it's uh, we we are good. We mow our grass. We take care of sure. our homes, and our homes are in normal neighborhoods like yours and mine, and sure. and and Blake's, and yeah. and uh, you know, I think if everyone would quit focusing on people's disabilities mm-hmm. and focus on the abilities, I, I mean, the world would just be. A better place sure 
Absolutely. Um, Blake, what's one thing you're especially proud of about MRI? My favorite day at MRI every year is the field day. I'm so glad you were talking about this. I love the field day too. (laughs) I've participated, I think the last two or three Mm -hmm. years and going out there and seeing everyone smile and doing something, whether it's mini golf Mm -hmm. or playing basketball with uh, Milliken's women's team, Mm -hmm. or we always end it with a kickball game. Yeah. And that is so much fun to see how happy everyone at MRI is whether it's the workers, the mm-hmm. person served, mm-hmm. or the volunteers. Sure. And that really makes my day, you know, I make sure to block out that I could have an important business meeting and I'll yeah. find a way to sure. go into field day. Yeah, field day is awesome. Mm-hmm. It's such a such a beautiful space. So so tell me a little bit more about Meaningful Meadows. And um, if you've not been there, you have got to make it a point to, to get out there, obviously. What does a project like that, though, take um, to complete and and do you have projects like that you're looking to complete in the future well just we have a uh, for and if you've not been to make resources and you want to please call us we love to give tours and the people we serve love to give tours but I walked outside three years ago and we have all we have tons of property there uh, and, but we have nothing we had nothing outside for the people we serve to do mm-hmm. there was a one pavilion and a broken swing set with two rusty swings and so I went to the board of directors and I asked them for permission to build an outdoor activity center and uh, the funny thing is we thought we would copy someone else's ideas and what we found out that there are all over the place are accessible playgrounds for kids but nothing for adults Mm -hmm. and we're an adult facility so we wanted to create an adult environment that was completely accessible Mm -hmm. and so it's see hear feel touch smell so it it, it, all the senses are addressed you can hear the waterfall you can see the uh the beautiful mural on the side of the wall you can feel the different types of plants and there's musical instruments out there it's completely accessible it's about an acre and a half park there's a basketball court and two pickleball courts there's a splash pad there's wheelchair accessible swings where you can put a wheelchair on a swing and they can swing with someone so cool it is i tell you what i'm so proud of i'm proud that the board supported the idea because it's about increasing the quality of your life and you know on a beautiful spring day or a summer day don't you want to be outside i mean i think it helps from your physical fitness and your mental well-being and all of that and so also not only do the people we serve love it but our staff and they love to go outside and and have their classes outside get some exercise and just have fun but field day my favorite day so of the year, fun. too. I know. I The last field day I was at, um, one of the individuals served, stopped me, and I had some of my family there. And he said, I, I recognize you guys. He lives near our neighborhood and will catch us walking to, like, Kiwanis or whatever. And we wave at him. He's always out on his porch when he's when he's there. And it was just so touching that um, he would recognize us, and he wanted to to make sure I knew that, you know, that we, we knew each other and he, it was so, I was just so touched by that to be able to be there on that field day and have that interaction. But that's what living in your neighborhood yes, means to absolutely. them. And that's what it means. But, you know, on field days, we do invite the community to come out, mm-hmm. and we have food, and we have games and activities. But I think it's a great way for people to come out and interact. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we're really proud of, too, is that we're really engaging with some of the local schools. Mm-hmm. Eisenhower brings their special uh, special oh, cool. classes out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mount Zion is so supportive. Mm-hmm. Nasa Downs and her classes yes. come out all the time and mm-hmm. help. And, yeah. um, and I think that if we can teach people at a young age – not to be afraid and to mm-hmm. understand. And, and it really, you know, Blake touched on the happy environment. You know, it, it, 
so many times people look for the fault in people. Mm-hmm. Well, the people we serve don't. They only no. see the good, and they see the, they see the pure hearts. They see that they're so happy. I remember one of my funnest days was we had a talent show. Oh, and how I, we fun. were all packed in the cafeteria, and and the person would get up to sing and didn't know the words, couldn't carry a tune, mm-hmm. but stood up there. And as soon as they were done, everyone stood up and applauded. Yeah. You know, they were so proud of the attempt. That makes me think of another fun event, which is Night to Shine. Where oh my gosh, I know with uh, GT Church, uh, who's the other sponsor and yeah. making resources, of course, is yeah. hugely involved in. You know, there's a room where they set up karaoke mm-hmm. and there's, you know, the community singing or the person served. I mean, it is so much fun yeah. seeing everyone dressed up and it's like it's a prom yeah. for, you know, the different clients or, you know, people with disabilities in sure. the community. And it is so much fun dressing up. And I went with a friend of mine's older brother yeah. and he had a great time and it was how, it's so fulfilling. How did you guys get hooked up with Night to Shine? Well, that's an interesting story. First Christian Church and GT Church yeah. had agreed to do it. And I was in my office one day on a Monday, and some, one of my staff came in and said, Amy, do you know these churches are doing this prom for people with developmental disabilities? And I'm like, what? Why don't we know about it? Why aren't we involved? Mm-hmm. So being me, I got on the phone, <laughs> and I called the church, and I said, hey, we want to help. Yes. And they're like, great. And so the interesting thing about it was, so the churches had organized this through the Tim Tebow Foundation, mm-hmm. and what they said was, um, gosh, we're just hoping we get at least 70 people. We have to have 70 people <laughs> there. And I started laughing, trying not to, like, overcommit, but I'm like, I got 220 people in my building every day. I'm yeah. like, 70 is no problem. Yes. Well, so the first year we sold, we that sold out because it's free, but it's uh, we had uh, 300 persons served come. We had 450 volunteers in the community. We had people who uh, volunteered, organizations who volunteered money to help offset costs. Mm-hmm. It was most amazing. I tell you the other, I mean, so many fun, great stories out of this in, in about the community. Mm-hmm. Um, we put something on Facebook book and I had uh, Maggie Potempa from Signature Salon mm-hmm. call and she goes Amy I'm going to come and we're, I'm going to bring stylists with me and we're going to do their hair mm-hmm. and so we had people come in and uh, who stylists who gave up a whole day's wages yes. to come in and volunteer to do hair and makeup mm-hmm. and nails and then we had the community volunteer dresses so prom is going yeah. to be on February 10th yes, this year. Yes coming up. Yes it's Perfect. coming up. In fact sign ups for volunteers is going to begin I think December 15th. Okay. You can go to our website and find out the information. Okay. Um, and I'm telling you, we need 450 volunteers. I'm going to guarantee that we're going to be so, uh, we're going to we're going to fill At those capacity. spots quickly. Yeah, so okay, if you're okay. interested, sign yeah. up. We'll accept donation of dresses or okay. suits, okay. ties. Okay. Um, we prefer mothers of the bride dresses. We don't oh, yeah, have a sure. lot of size six persons no, served. No. And they don't, I mean, cutouts and all that no. stuff. No. Huh? So mother of the bride dresses yeah. are really good. <laughs> um, prom dresses have changed. <laughs> like, oh. even since I was in <laughs> high school, which seems like it wasn't that long ago, but it was longer ago than I think, and they're different now. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, the good thing is they don't use a lot of material these days. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> yes, what a cool event Night to Shine was. I know people that have been involved and volunteered and just can't say enough good things about it, really. One of the cute stories, too, was that that night, you know, I was working the crowd and talking mm-hmm. to a lot of the volunteers and thanking mm-hmm. them for being there. And there was a sweet older woman, and I don't know what older means because I'm 65, So, uh, <laughs> but there was a sweet woman there. And I went up to her and I said, oh, can I just ask how's your experience been? She goes, oh, sweetheart, I prayed for weeks. 
I just prayed because I didn't know what I was into, but I knew I was going to volunteer for this. Mm -hmm. And I just prayed, and she goes, this is the best experience of my whole life. You know, and it and it was, and it's just to see the joy, uh, just the joy and and the fun, and I mean, you can't help but love it. Um, Employees at Earth Mover have always, I mean, MRI is like top five places people want to volunteer, and so I think that that speaks volumes just to what kind of people you're serving there and what kind of people work there. Um, it's just always been such a fabulous experience. You know, we can't do what we do without the support of the community. And I have to tell you, Earth Mover is one of our favorites, too, because I remember a few short years ago, we were your charity of mm-hmm. the year. And we're kind of like, okay, that's great, but what does that what does that mean? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, no, we're going to give you money, and we're going to give you volunteer, we're going to do this. I am telling you guys, you delivered so much. There wasn't a month where mm-hmm. someone from Earth Mover Credit Union had not been come to volunteer, to mm-hmm. donate, to, to work an event, or to host mm-hmm. an event. And uh, the whole year was so special for our people uh, to get to know your team. Yes. But it, it was it was so mutually beneficial mm-hmm. to, to all of us. And we can't thank you and, and the other organizations in this community that support making resources. Yeah, so... Uh, still to this day, I mean, people that work at Earth Mover have made connections <laughs> with individuals served there and will yeah. stop by and vi- and volunteer years later and are excited to see, you know, people that they've made these connections with. So um, how so how important it go? You have no, some- I was just oh, say, no. well, yeah. I was going to say, you know, talk about you know, volunteering and, and working, yeah. you know, Blake not only serves as the chairman of the board, but he has a charity and this year making res- resources benefited from yeah. that. Yeah. So, okay. I don't, I mean, I feel like a lot of people should know about this. I don't know how, it's how many people big. it has grown pretty big. So Blake Aparluza. Yep. So what, how did it start? And then what is it today? It started as <laughs> kind of a joke golf outing between 20 buddies. Okay. Uh, got out of hand. Okay. Um, so as things do with 20 buddies. Exactly. (laughs) So then the year after, you know, I thought, let's do something good. Give Mm -hmm. back to the community. Mm -hmm. We had about 76 golfers. Amy played in it. Um, we just had a great time, had a little party afterwards and Mm -hmm. raised about four grand. Mm -hmm. Um, so the big premise is the winning team, they get to donate all the proceeds back to the local charity of their choice. Okay. So Eric Lee, um, him and Nick Towdy won it the first year. Okay. And they donated it to Stone Throne Ford. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, which is another golf outing. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Uh, with awesome. the Coley's do, which yes. is amazing. Uh-huh. And then this past year, um, I ended up winning it, which uh-huh. a lot of people might question. Yeah, how did we, like, confirm that? You didn't. The playing you know? partners. Okay. No. All right. We got it. We've <laughs> confirmed no ill will here. Okay. Yeah. So then uh, we ended up, uh, I believe, over six grand uh, this past year. And of course, the charity that I chose was Making Resources. Sure. And we also had um, Joanne Barnes, mm-hmm. um, who played in the outing. She won an auction for a dinner date with myself. <laughs> Oh. And we had $950 raised for Amber's army. Uh, Amber That's Johnson, awesome. the she teacher was our, at St. Teresa. She was just the parade grand marshal. Yeah. And yeah. Amber's cool. a great friend of mine. Yeah. So it was, it just, it couldn't have been a better night. And just seeing, you know, we had 120 people there mm-hmm. plus another 60. I mean, you were there at the, for the after party. Yes. It was just, yes. it was great to see everyone. It and was. Very supportive. Um, have you gone on your day with Joanne? 
Uh, every time we try to <laughs> coordinate it, either I've been sick, it's been okay. too windy for her to golf. <laughs> it's we have we have it planned for next okay. year. Okay, very good, very good. So um, I can attest. I was at the after party. It's a huge group of people, like Amy mentioned earlier. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is a diverse group with with young and old and, and all kinds of different folks coming out. The after party, I would say, aired a little bit younger. Mm-hmm. How, I mean, how important is it for young people to be involved in um, doing fun things in Decatur, but also being able to give back at the same time? I mean, it's so important. I mean, I've been fortunate to have been on the board at Macon Resources um, and have volunteered for Special Olympics and a mm-hmm. few other things. Um, you know, a lot of young people don't think they have the time mm-hmm. to do it, but there's not a huge time commitment. Mm-hmm. You know, you can give up a Saturday morning, you can give up, uh, you know, a weeknight to, you know, find a charity that you want to be involved with and then reach out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I remember reaching out to Joni Keys at the Special Olympics mm-hmm. and for a whole Saturday uh, was at Warrensburg doing the field games. Mm-hmm. It was so much fun. Yeah. But, you know, for younger kids or younger professionals, mm-hmm. I should say. Yeah. We're know, still kids. They, <laughs> I feel like. You know, so am I. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm 65, so. You know, they just need to, you know, there's a lot of organizations, whether United Way or, you know, like the Decatur Leadership Institute, mm-hmm. you know, get involved. There's enough young professional organizations mm-hmm that you'll make connections with people. Yep. Um, you know, through golf, I got connected with Amy. Right. And through work as well. So it's, you know, put yourself out there mm-hmm. and then you'll find something that you're looking for. If you want to f- really donate some time, you can find it. Sure. Just put a little bit of effort. Absolutely. You know, I'm a little old school. Uh, you know, I was raised that you, you know, back in those days, I, my goal in life was to be a stay-at-home mom, a community mm-hmm. volunteer, mm-hmm. and a wife. And I figured if I could be a community volunteer, my life would be so full. Mm-hmm. And I have to say at my stage in life right now, Many of my leadership skills I learned through volunteering. Mm-hmm. I learned, you know, I learned how to, I mean, so many different things and the connections I've made in the community, working side by side with other professionals and volunteering mm-hmm. has made me a stronger leader. I've seen their lead. I've seen, I've learned from di- a, a diverse group of people yeah. too, all while giving back to the community. And the funny thing about it is when you're done, you feel like, gosh, I didn't give anything. I got so much more in return by the time that I've donated to someone else that it really makes you feel the sense of pride in your community. Yes, and, yes. And there's a lot of community leaders. Uh, my first job out of college, I worked with Kevin Berhaney. Mm-hmm. And seeing the different things that he did throughout the community, whether the food drive, mm-hmm. the celebration, mm-hmm. you know, that was another avenue. You know, I worked with him on the food drive. It And that was very fulfilling, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing how much the community impact was. Yeah. So, you know, find someone, you know, ask older people, older professionals, you know, how to get involved. Yes. I think it's too important to find a charity that is close to your heart, Mm -hmm. something that you believe in or something that you feel close to. And maybe you don't know yet, but maybe volunteer just a day with a a group or organization. So that way, maybe you could find where your passion lies. I think that that's the most important part of it. Absolutely. Just taking the first step is sometimes, like you said, Mm -hmm. reaching out, asking. Um, The United Way has shared their volunteer portal where you can go out there and see all of the organizations that are in need of volunteers right now and, and pick 
one or two or three that that seem interesting and find where you fit in? You know, just the interesting thing, too, is that at Making Resources, we believe that the community has been so great and supportive of us, but we also feel it's our responsibility to give back to the community. Mm -hmm. And so you'll find that the people we serve are also involved in volunteering in this community. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we've volunteered with the food drive. We volunteered Mm -hmm. to work at uh, Children's Museum. Mm -hmm. We volunteered at Northeast Community Fund. In fact, it's really important for us. Uh, We're actually working with Salvation Army this year to help ring bells. The nice part about that, though, is they actually are paying our people to work. Our people love it and, Mm -hmm. and the opportunity to work with another charity in this community has been a really strong thing for them to learn that it's important for them also they have a responsibility to this community that they're a part of yes how special it is to nurture that responsibility in people that you can't just be here and and take 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 you have got to give something back I think that that's so important to to teach everybody here um so touch just a little bit on like the role MRI is actively playing for you guys personally that keeps you excited about um, about Decatur and about being here and living your lives here? You know, I'd say the clients that are served, you know, that is the motivation to want to be involved with making resources. Uh, like Amy mentioned earlier, um, you know, I have an aunt with special disabilities and, you know, she doesn't go to MRI, but, you know, it's been something in my life that is close to my heart. Mm-hmm. So seeing the client served happy mm-hmm. and knowing that the Macon County residents who have developmental disabilities, you know, can go somewhere mm-hmm. and have day training, you know, have fun and, you know, have a purpose, mm-hmm. you know, beyond, you know, being an afterthought to some people. Sure. I think that the purpose is is really important, too, to making resources Um, that, you know, we have all levels of abilities with the people that we serve, Mm -hmm. Um, some who are a little bit more severe and profound, but we have a lot of who are um, highly intelligent and have have great opportunities. Mm -hmm. But but to find companies in this community who will hire them, and especially with minimum wage being, what, $13, $14 an hour, it's very difficult to find jobs for them. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it's really important for us in making resources to give them jobs and give them an opportunity to earn a paycheck, mm-hmm. to feel that feeling of self-worth. Mm-hmm. They want to, I mean, they feel so good when they accomplish something. Yes. And like after the ringing the bells with Salvation Army, afterwards, the way, the joy that they feel in their heart, that sense of accomplishment, yes. that sense of fulfillment. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know what that feels like when you do a job. They mm-hmm. want that same feeling. Mm-hmm. And so the fact is if, if I had one parent one time come up to me and kind of grab me and say, you don't know what making me resources does and I thought is this good or is this bad I'm just kind of half scared but she said to me Amy if it wasn't for making resources Mm -hmm. I couldn't have a job my Mm -hmm. family wouldn't have the same lifestyle that we do Mm -hmm. and my child wouldn't have a place to go Mm -hmm. you've built this community for our our child and for our family and I and I try to keep that at the forefront of all of our planning we have 200 really dedicated employees who believe in the mission that we serve and believe we're there for a purpose Mm -hmm. and we're very proud of the fact the services that we can provide sure how long how long has MRI been around? 
Well, in some we form or another, some form or another, sixty years or more, okay. and actually started back in nineteen uh, seventies with a group okay. of parents. Okay. Who does? Yes. There were no educational opportunities for their kids who had developmental disabilities. Okay. So these parents started Progress Resource School, and that was the first back in the seventies. In fact, mm-hmm. my first volunteer experience was at Saint Teresa High School as a sophomore, going oh, to yeah. the dances uh, at Progress Resource. Okay. So I've always been around people with special needs, but back then is when it started. It also, uh, it's, it's transitioned throughout the years, and we've been in our current building mm-hmm. since 1990. Okay, and so how long have you been in charge over there? Six years, six years okay. this January, so it's six years, it's been, sometimes it seems like the f- time has just flown by, mm-hmm. sometimes it feels like I have institutional knowledge that's been there a lot longer mm-hmm. than that, but sure, it's been a great run. Um, I'm sure, and if you haven't heard this, I hope you... I, I hope you hear this in the future that you just have, I think, truly the perfect personality to <laughs> lead um, MRI from the from the clients you serve to to the staff you lead. Um, how tell me a little bit about like past leadership of MRI and how um, you know that transition went, how they helped you and, and things like that. Well, thank you. I tell you, I feel so blessed to be where I'm at. I really feel blessed to be where I'm at. Kay Scroggin uh, was one of the first uh, leaders of Making Resources. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I believe that every different president or leader of an organization mm-hmm. brings her own strengths. And sure. she was so incredibly such a great leader, a great mm-hmm. visionary. She saw the vision for the, com- for the company mm-hmm. and could build that future. And she did a great job. She was there 10, 12 years. Drew Lewandowski was mm-hmm. the next executive director. And he came from the special needs side. He grew up in the organizations sure. from being a case manager mm-hmm. uh, to, and so he brought a whole different strength. And when I got hired, uh, my professional background is not special needs. Mm-hmm. I'm more of a business person who's used mm-hmm. to multifunctioning, and uh, I'm very good at multi uh, multitasking. And, sure. and, and I'm I'm really kind of more of a big visionary than mm-hmm. I am an, an implementer. And so I kind of create <laughs> the picture. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and so I kind of create the big vision. And sure. That's like meaningful meadows. It's mm-hmm. like some of the other changes that have occurred mm-hmm. because I just saw that need. And so mm-hmm. I, I feel blessed. And the next the next leader that comes in when I leave will be a different type of a talent. Mm-hmm. And I think you, it's the right talent at the right time that can help Absolutely. change. Absolutely. Yes, yes. Yeah. I mean, I've witnessed it firsthand. The clients just love you there. And it's just so fun to watch you interact oh, um, inside the building. Yeah. So and The entire staff at Making Resources mm-hmm. is amazing. I know Stan Reeves has been there 28. 28 years. Oh, uh, my. He's the CFO, and yeah. he is the wealth of knowledge he has. Uh, Jennifer Eakley, uh, the chief people's people officer, people officer. Uh-huh. and then Ryan Raleigh, who's yeah. the chief uh, operating officer, sure. just to name three. Yeah. Um, you know, they're amazing. All the directors, everyone down to the DSPs, to the case managers, you know, yeah. it, I love going to and visiting and you know, yeah. seeing different people there, meeting and knowing what they do. Sure. And every just, they seem happy. Yeah. You know, it's, you don't go into every office and sure. see people happy, but at making resources, you know, with the clients served, mm-hmm. it exudes from them to the staff yeah. and yep. it's a great organization. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. If I get caught up in like so, some big problem or something, I just get up and wait for my desk, walk back where all the people are, and it yeah. just changes my whole mood and outlook. Yes. And it really revitalizes me. And, mm-hmm. and uh, but you know, like, where do you go in the door? And, and Dorothy says, Hey, pretty girl, you're so pretty today. I'm like, I walk by her 12 times a day. Nowhere. <laughs> I know. I need that. I need a hype person like that oh, following me best. around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it, it really, it, it really truly is that way every day. Yeah. I mean, sometimes people will say to me, Oh, I couldn't do what you do. I'm like, oh my goodness, do you understand? I get so much more from them. Sure. They're just, po- they make me a better person mm-hmm. every day and it makes me want to provide more for them because sure. I think they deserve it. And so it's, it's kind of just, it's, it's, it's energizing. Yes. It's a really great opportunity. Absolutely. Okay. So we've talked a little bit about how just individuals in general can, um, get involved and feel empowered to be more involved in their community, but specifically at MRI, um, what resources and support do you guys especially look for from not only individuals, but businesses too? Well, I, for, for, but we actually, we're always looking for all kinds of support. One of the things I think we love the most is we do love giving tours yes. because we figure the more that you know about who we are, who we serve and what our mission is, the more that you can feel empowered to support the agency. Mm-hmm. I think there was a time when we were one of the best kept secrets in town. Yes. People know we might know we make license plates or they mm-hmm. might know we serve people, but what does that mean? Right. So we try to educate people. Second, of it, we're always looking for good board members, always looking for good, strong board members who want to, to have that passion for what we do. Uh, financial support's never turned away. <laughs> yes. In fact, the nice thing about financial support, it can be a 25 dollar donation it can mm-hmm. be a hundred dollar donation it can be buying something off of our wish list off mm-hmm. the community and foundation it could be the secret santa that uh making resources sure. has that yeah. you know the people served in the group homes you know some people might not get any gifts yeah so you know fifty dollars here a hundred dollars here that goes a long way sure. to, to make someone's entire christmas yes absolutely and we've done trick-or-treating there like doing a table trick-or-treating Mm-hmm. Oh, and trick or fun. treating! Oh my gosh, that is fun, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! You know, I will say this though: that every time we ask the community for support, they step right up. Mm-hmm. So we ju- have, we're in the process of Secret Santa, mm-hmm. and within like a week, we had fifty people spoken for like that. I think yes. we we're down to just a few few left, mm-hmm. uh, but that was good. I mean, like we've asked the community to support us. Community volunteer help at the night to shine. Mm-hmm. Come and participate in field day. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many opportunities throughout the course of the year. Mm-hmm. Like I said, we love when like nasa from uh, uh nasa downs from mm-hmm. mount zion brings her students come yeah. and they'll come and they'll work for and i can't say enough about um olivia Lett and the women's basketball mm-hmm. team at millican yes you know i they, know she's a great supporter oh she is they come they come and play i, I have to tell a story though so they come and play basketball mm-hmm. in against our people and you know these are college athletes playing against our people <laughs> and our people they're you know they're playing soft on our people mm-hmm. and stuff and Somehow our people always win. I don't yeah. know how that happens. <laughs> but but Stretch, who is like, you know, really, really tall. Yeah. After the game, he comes up to you. He's like, yeah, we beat him again. He says, you know what, Amy, for college athletes, you think they'd be better yeah, than that. I can just, like, imagine a little bit of smack talking happening out oh, yeah. there on the court. Yeah. yeah. Olivia, she is on our board as of about two months yeah. ago. Uh-huh. So. You know, we're more than welcome to have her, and you know, we have a great board. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, spanning from young professionals mm-hmm. to uh, you know, parents of sure. people served. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, mm-hmm. a wide range of yeah. specialties and yeah. things like that. And you know, that's what you want in a board. Sure, you know, a lot of different backgrounds mm-hmm. that all have the same goal in mind, which is 
to see and promote, you know, the people served. Sure. Um, is there anything else that you would add about MRI before we depart? Well, I think that I think a lot of people don't know the depth of our, our, the programs we offer. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about licensed police. We talked mm-hmm. about the group homes. We talked about our day training program. Mm-hmm. We also uh, have a contract with the state where we would clean rest areas. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. yes. Clean, uh, mm-hmm. Four rest areas within a 40-mile radius. Cool. So the one right outside our, our January and yeah. that area. Someone in Spring, uh, Bloomington, uh, Champaign. Pain and uh, Springfield, okay. yeah. and that's the state contract, and those mm-hmm. are great job opportunities for the people we serve, and they sure. can go uh, get full time jobs yeah. and benefits through that program. We have a, our GM Pro company that cleans businesses mm-hmm. at nighttime, mm-hmm. uh, and just other opportunities. We serve uh, up to eight hundred throughout the year. There's about thirty that we serve that are dual diagnosed between mental disabilities and okay. developmental, mm-hmm. and so we're really trying, and we're trying to build our kids program, and I think mm-hmm. that's the area. If I have a goal. Uh, before I retire, and that would be to help uh, really build our kids program so we can offer better support to parents sure. and families of kids with developmental disabilities. Mm-hmm. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Um, how can people find you guys? Well, you can go to our website okay. at makingresources.org. Mm-hmm. You can call our offices. You can call me personally. Okay. And, I, and I mean that, too. I truly mean that. Come mm-hmm. see come see who we are. Uh, mm-hmm. We'd love to show you around and show you how your license plates are made. I think everyone's always fascinated when yes. you actually see the process. Yes. It's so amazing. I know, like, the tours, I can't personally speak enough about the tours just because you truly don't know. Number one, I mean, if if you drive by your building on, um, on Hubbard out there by Park 101, like you can you can see it's a large building but I don't think you can tell really how big and exactly how much goes on inside those walls until you're walking through it and the the license plate thing I mean from stamping the numbers into it with the machines and stuff and then the people working sorting those in boxes I mean you talk about visionary and not wanting to, like I can't even put I can't even make my brain <laughs> think about organizing all that and they're doing it yeah they're doing it yeah they do a great they do a great job and I, i'm telling you like for, and there you know there are businesses in this community that do support our people mm-hmm. uh like especially up at uh, texas roadhouse they have some employees who've been there for 10 15 years yes. and it's been great you'll never find a more dedicated employee than yes. and I, I'll, I'll a friend of mine she came up to one, one day and she said amy 14 years ago, Making Resources helped me get a job. No mm-hmm. one would hire me until Making Resources helped, and I still have that job 14 years later. Yeah. And those are the kind of impact stories that we want sure. the community to know that we're capable of. Yep. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining the 217 podcast. Um, we are excited to just watch and hear and learn more about what you guys do. And if you, do, if you get the opportunity, for sure stop by, get involved and volunteer and just kind of remember what we've said today that you'll leave feeling more fulfilled than than really what you bargained for. So thank you guys for sharing your stories today. Thank you, Jess. Thank you, yep. and thanks to Decatur Earth Movement yes. for crediting mm-hmm. too. We really appreciate yep. the opportunity. Yep, thanks. All right. Thank you, Jess. Yes, thank you guys. Thank you for joining us. Make sure to like and subscribe on whatever platform you're listening. And be sure to follow us for more content on our social media channels at Decatur Earthmover Credit Union.